Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perek Chav Tes, Pasuk Tes Zion, Kichoamar Hashem El HaMelech. So we saw that the first half of Perek Chav Tes is a beautiful, beautiful nevua of nechama, of consolation, that Yirmiyahu sends in the form of a letter to that first group of exiles. You will recall that group that was exiled 11 years before the destruction of Bayez Rishon and the Golis of the entire nation. This was the elite, as we've seen, the cultural elite, the political elite, the rabbinical elite, the economic. They went in the Golis on the theory that they would not be any troublemakers back in Yerushalayim that would foment rebellion against Nebuchadnezzar. And they went there, and Yirmiyot is writing them a letter telling them, do not worry, it is a finite golos of 70 years where you will be then returned to the land, the temple will be rebuilt, and you will be greater than ever. And... It is, as we say, just a beautiful construct of how one behaves in the Golos that we have certainly seen were to come after this and one that we are still basically right in the middle of. Uh, the Mephoshim indicate that there was an earlier letter that we're going to see that he had sent to the leaders of the Golos in Bavel and what happens to that. In any case, he writes a second letter, and he says as follows. Um, just settle in, build houses, have families, make matches for your children, and just wait the time. Uh, do not stir the pot. Do not rebel. Everything will be fine. Do not listen to the Nevi'e HaSheker, who we're going to see was very much in Bavel, and who will tell you, don't worry, you got nothing, you're coming back in two years, you do what you want. So now the Navi turns his attention in a 180 degree turn to those who were left behind, those who didn't go on that first Golas. And as we can see, it's going to be a very lacerating nevuah. There are not many words of nechama there, as opposed to the message he sends to the first group of exiles. <speaking in Hebrew> Thus says the Kaddish Baruch Hu to the king who still sits on the throne of David, referring, of course, to Tzitkiyahu, who did not go in that first Golas, all those that remain behind in the city, who did not go out with your brothers on that first exile. Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, I am sending to you, you who are behind in Judea, 
I am sending the sword, the famine, the pestilence. I will make you like te'enim hasha'erim, like totally unedible dates, almost poison. Lo you can't even eat them. They are so bad. And I will follow after you with sword, famine, pestilence. I will give you over to destruction. You will be given for destruction, desolation, whistling. People who see the total devastation of the land will whistle in disbelief, as it were to the total destruction to all the nations that I have scattered you. Indeed, the Abarmanel says that the choice of these three punishments, was so apropos in the Golos that he personally experienced, which was the Spanish Inquisition. That first came the Cherev, the actual destruction, the Inquisition, the forced conversion, and then came because they were sent to other lands and were not used to the climate uh, and to the um, lifestyles. They, they became easy victims of um, plagues, of germs, of um, foreign bodies that they were not protected against. So they received that. And then finally, um, the uh, the pest after the pestilence came the uh, the famine. There were terrible famines in Europe, so much so that many of the host populations would not sell to Jews to really ex- unless they were just terribly inflated prices. So Barbanel is saying this is an actual prophecy that he saw in his own days um, after the Spanish Inquisition. Why are we doing this? Precisely because you did not listen to my words. I have sent centuries to you. Hashkem early in the morning as if preaching from morning to night. I sent them, you did not listen. Now listen to me. You dwelling in Bavel. He now turns the focus back to that Golas group. He singles out here, Yermiel, two of the worst of the prophets of deceit, the Nevi'e Sheker, who obviously were in Bavel as well, and they are countermanding Yermiel at every turn, saying, don't settle in, don't give in to this, you're going to be back in two years, agitate for freedom, agitate for rebellion. And so he turns his anger on these two, and these two are, for want of a better word, very fascinating to be a Sheker. And they are so bad, and they will be so accursed, says the Navi, they will be symbols of just 
plain cursement in all of the people of Bavel. Lemar, when people want to curse for generations after somebody, an enemy, they'll say, May Hashem make you like of the same punishment who the king Nebuchadnezzar burnt in fire. What are we talking about? They obviously, Achav and Sidkiyahu, were Nevi'e Shekel, but they had a very interesting sideline, as it were, that the Gemara tells us in Sadi Vav, if Sanhedrin Amud Aleph, that what they had done in short was use their um, prominence, let's say, as Nevi'e Sheker or as Nevi'im, they were passing themselves off as true Nevi'im, would use it to seduce women. The Gemara says that one would go to a group of women and say, Tzikiyo, my fellow Navi, it would be to your advantage to allow him to seduce you and produce children who would have his kedusha as prophets. One would do it for Tzikiyo and then he would do it for Achav. They made a tragic mistake, says the Gemara, because what they did, and I'm quoting from Sanhedrin, Sadi Gimel Amud Aleph, Ozu Lagabe Barte Nebuchadnezzar. They bring their scheme to Nebuchadnezzar's daughter. Achav Amar Laki Amar Hashem Hishmiel Sikiyo. Hashem said, consent to Sikiyo. Uh, when he approaches you, and Tzikiyo would say to her that consent to Achav when he approaches you. Immediately, she goes to her father. I am familiar enough to know that the God of the Jews hates this kind of immorality. How would he give them those kind of instructions? If they come back to you, says Nebuchadnezzar, send them to me. And certainly they do that. And she sends them to Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar says, Who told you to instruct my daughter? And unblinkingly, Amru HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kadosh Baruch Hu told us. Nebuchadnezzar says to them, I've asked my advisors, Hananya, Mishael, and Azariah, you remember he had put them in the furnace, they survived, they are Nevi'im and his advisors, and they told me it's absolutely forbidden. Kaddish Baruch Hu would never send an instruction like that. Amale, Ananami Nevi'e we are like Nevi'im just like them. He chose not to confide into them. Us he confided to. I am going to test you, just like I tested Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And he is going to throw them, the two of them, into the flames. And to make a long story short, they tell him, well, you know, they were three Nevi'im, we're only two. He says, okay, pick a third person to go with you. And they very cleverly reason, okay, we want Yoshua, who was the Kohen Gadol, 
to come in with us, thinking, of course, that his sidkas and his suyos would protect them. They put him in. They are burnt to a crisp. Yeshua's clothes are singed. And reason the Christ asked, well, why was he even singed? He did nothing. Just the proximity to these two evil men was enough to inflict at least a limited punishment to him. So we see those two as exemplars of a false prophets with disastrous results, with terrible immorality and terrible destruction brought to them before it. Um, continues the Navi. That they are going to be representational to all the Golas. They are going to be used as a landmark for cursing, a paradigm of Klala. Because these two Nevi'im Sheker, they made a busha in Israel by Yenafu They would commit adultery with the daughters of their friends by Yedabu Dova B'Shmi Sheker and speak in my name, authorizing this, Ashalotzi Visam, which I have not commanded, and I know what they have done. Now a third person that Yermio now focuses his anger on. was the noblest man of them all in Golas. He was the political leader. He was there top advisor. He was a political liaison. And he, Shmayu HaNechomi, gets the letter, the first letter that we referred to at the beginning that Yermio sends to the Golos Bogel, and he intercepts it. Koamar Hashem Tzvoz. Just says Kodesh Baruch Hu Terechomi, what he did, Shmayahu Hanechomi, intercept the letter, send it to the Yerushalayim, to all the nation, including Sephaniah ben Maseo HaKohen, the Kohen Gadol then in Yerushalayim, Velkol HaKohanim Lemar, all the Kohanim that were there, Hashem Nisancha Kohen, he says, Tutsifanya, Kaddish Baruch who made you Kohen Gadol, Tachas Yehodoya instead of Yehodoya HaKohen. Why? Lios Pekidim Beis Hashem Lechol Ish Meshugah Umisnabeh to keep your eyes open for any wild-eyed, unhinged prophets who are prophesying the Nasatiyah Oso El Hamapechet Da'el Hatzino, and you are to put them in jail and into the stockades. Hatsino, why didn't you do this to Yermio when you saw he was writing this letter? Why didn't you do this to Yermio of Anatot? Who's coming to prophesy this totally um, libellous prophecy that we should just sit there and accept it and build homes and have children and plant vineyards. Nonsense. He is sent to us 
that this is going to be a long exile. Binobatim, build houses, v'shevu v'natu ganos, plant gardens, v'ichlu perehem, eat of their fruits. Nonsense. We have said that it's two years and we'll be back. Don't listen. And Sephania gathers the people and reads in front of the Navi and the people this letter that he had sent them, demanding that Yermio be put in jail. It is a tremendous humiliation to Yermiyahu that they are instructing them to do this. Send this out to all of the Golas Thus says God in response to Shmayo, because of your prophecy. While it was not a prophecy, just sending it in the form of a letter, it acquired the force of a prophecy, say the Mephoshim. Vanilo shalachtiv, I never sent this. And so you have put your faith in Sheker, in absolute lies. I will punish and his children. There will not be a survivor that will dwell among these people. And they will not live to see the ultimate good that I will do for Bnei Yisrael. They have totally spoken lies in the name of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And so we see that they to Shemaya Hanachomi is destroyed. You see the contrast between the beautiful words of Nechama to the Gola in Babel as opposed to the lacerating prophecy of doom and destruction to those who are still in Judea. Mirtashem tomorrow, 845, words of Nechama. Ad Khan.